0: I Don't Know Radio is part of the Podcast NH network. Check out PodcastNH.com for other shows that are honestly way better than this piece of shit.
1: W-I-D-K.
0: This is I Don't Know Radio. This show is not for kids, so don't go running off and tattle to the FCC. Remember, snitches get stitches. It's Fishstick, Lulu, the Professor, and Mulch on 1091 WIDK, the I Don't Know Morning Show. Good Monday morning. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. I am Fishstick. This is the Professor.
2: I'm Lulu. And I am Mulch. And we have a great show. Uh, After the telethon, which happened uh, last Monday, thank you guys for doing all the donation getting. I had to choke out that one old lady, but she eventually wrote a check. That's pretty good. I'm still mad at you, Fish Dick. All right. We're not even going to air these grievances right now. Um, (laughs) We have too many announcements to get through. Announcement number one. We're a part of the Scavengers Network.
3: Scavengers!
2: (laughs) That's their official slogan. No, (laughs) No, the the official slogan is piss your pants and then piss my pants. (laughs) (laughs) The Scavengers Network. Uh, I didn't come up with that. One of the members of the Scavengers Network did. Uh, I I love that. But for real, scavengersnetwork.com at the Scavengers Network on Twitter and everything else. It's really cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. It also means that we now have a Patreon. Ooh, which yeah. is patreon.com slash the scavengers network. And if you want to support the show, you absolutely can. And it also help support the rest of the Scavengers Network programs. Right now, if you donate at least two dollars a month, you get access to the I don't know radio secret segment. The secret segment. We recorded the first one ever just before this. Mm. It got weird. It got yeah. freaky.
4: But that's why you need to buy it.
2: Someone fucked a horse. Yeah,
4: that's not even a joke. Actually, now you need
2: to buy. It. Yeah, now you, you know, need to buy. It. It's only two dollars a month. Because that that thought's going to eat away at you. It you're is. not
4: going to be able to sleep. You're going to want to know. Mulch? Was it mulch that fucked the horse? Did the <laughs> horse <laughs> fuck mulch? Find out for two dollars. Yeah. <laughs> if I fucked a horse for two dollars.
2: <laughs> Where is my life gone? My mother would not be proud. Ooh. I was reaching because I have one piece of listener mail, and this is the final announcement. Mulch, you're going to be very happy. Ian G. writes, Mulch's estimation that 25% of the show is giving advice from episode 33 at least makes sense. He's definitely getting better at ballpark percentages. Good job, Mulch. (laughs) I appreciate that from our one and only listener. And he also continued on, I was waiting in line at the grocery store this week. I started talking to the guy behind me because there was a lady arguing with the cashier about the sale price on cat food. Turns out it was Barry the Carpenter from episode fifteen. He said, "I don't know. Radio had recently helped him realize a lifelong dream, and that he hoped you were enjoying Phoenix Studios." I don't know what this means, but he said you would. I don't. Just me or us? I, I think us, because I don't would actually burn be- our building down. Barry, Is that what he's saying? Barry wouldn't do that. Is Barry secretly
4: the president of the United States of America?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, listeners, the president burned down her old studio. That's, <laughs> that's what it was. Okay. That's it for announcements. On Fish Sticks Topic Topics, we are going to talk about personal hygiene.
3: On uh, the professor's live de stressor, we're going to be talking. Apparently, someone heeded our advice.
1: On Lulu's viewer reviews, I will be reviewing something that you look for shapes. Not where you normally look for shapes.
3: I can't remember the last time I was like, I need to find some triangles <laughs>
2: or something. <laughs> like, like, hey, honey, I'm going out. Do you need any shapes? <laughs> <laughs> any shapes you're missing? It's like the cereal or the, like, the noodles that come in different shapes.
4: <laughs> yeah, I want some- that's probably the last time I looked for shapes. Probably, Ooh. but they all come in a box. Okay, mulch. Bunch of fucking. Mulch's wrinkles. news garden <laughs> is going to be talking about who did what and why we should all care.
2: All this and more coming up right after a quick thing that I'm going to play for you. Get wrecked.
5: Perceptually challenging, mind-blowing, unimaginable. These are just a few of the words used to describe the latest performance art project coming to the Lowry Art Stage this fall. Marcus Floride of The Daily Scribbler writes, I bore witness to an event. And Jan Kuyak from Living Arts Magazine says... Every fiber of my being began to unravel on a molecular level, leaving me with the most unsettling experience of being unmade. My best-kept secrets began to leak through my pores, while the blinding light observed me as though I was a puzzle to be completed in reverse. Advanced tickets to the event are on sale now and can be purchased from the box office for just $12. Coming October 13th.
0: Here comes way too much information. Send your topics to I don't know radio at gmail.com and they'll end up here on Fish Sticks Topic Topics.
2: Meow! Fish Sticks Topic Topics brought to you by Hector's Lecture Vector. Every angle of all arguments authentically agitating all opposing others. Hector's Lecture Vector Debate Edition. Wow. I said all of those words, and I still am not sure what I said. <laughs> you said that all correctly, too. <laughs> On fish sticks, Topic Topics, this was sent in by none other than Catherine F. Catherine says, would you rather never be able to trim your fingernails or your toenails? Toenails. Um, fingernails. Oh, God. I'd rather shoot myself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> what, you said toenails first.
4: Yes, I Why did. Why toenails? Uh, because I never show my feet, period, so nobody would know what's happening.
1: But You're, they're in your shoes. They get so painful.
2: Yeah, it would hurt really bad. Your feet there. would start to look like ground lamb after a little while because oh. your toenails are just going to curve down. And That's fine. I think actually you could get them like brittle enough where if you kicked a wall, they would eventually break. <laughs> oh. Now, here's the catch.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> here's the catch. The question says you'd never be able to trim your fingernails or toenails. So, I think that you wouldn't be able to break them, because that would be a form of trimming them, because otherwise you could just say, oh, fucking care, I'll just rub them on the ground. But
3: yeah, you can't file them? No, you
2: but, can't do anything.
1: But what if you accidentally break them, like how people break their fingernails all the time, like when you're exactly. like picking up rocks, like I do for a living sometimes?
3: That's a weird job. They become impervious to the elements. They just grow forever.
1: That Did is not said. Did you a Sid. fucking thesaurus on your way to work today? And you
4: just, <laughs> just decided to use every word you found. Hey. He found two words. <laughs> I keep saying the word. Do <laughs> you think you're Edgar Allan Poe? Fucking. <laughs> 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 oh, his toenails became
2: impervious Robert, to the elements. Robert froze. <laughs> <laughs> a new age poet. Two nails converged in a yellow wood. And I, the weary traveler, said, damn, trim that. Trim- <laughs> <laughs> that's, everyone knows that's what Robert Frost sounds like. No, okay. so I actually, I'm going to agree with you, Mulch, and say toenails, but because I think after a while, this isn't off topic. Do you know how bonsai trees work? Oh my God. <laughs> the bonsai tree starts with a little tree, you trim it and you shape it as it grows. I'm saying you can shape your toenails into a shoe eventually.
1: Oh yeah, I was there. You're I hate g- that. You're gonna have to wear bigger shoes. I'm sorry. Has anyone looked at the Guinness Book of World Records? These things
4: are stop, in there. Stop!
3: Stop! Stop! I can see it, and I don't. And <laughs> I so really. Here's the deal:
4: is you could get them to form around the bottom of your foot, yep. up the the back of your Achilles, up like, your calf, like around. toboggans. Yes, and you would.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you form. That is so fucking funny. You were, you were going <laughs> Wait, for, like, an Iron
4: Man thing. Correct, like, <laughs> yeah, it would just surround your whole body, and then you would be impervious to, like, cops and
1: shit. I feel like Fish Chick just walked all over mulch. With his toenails. Uh, uh, uh,
3: look, if if you didn't curl them around your feet, though, you could also be a pretty good swimmer.
2: Correct.
1: You, that yeah. would turn
3: your foot into an oar.
1: There would be gaps.
3: All right, look, you could make inserts to slide onto your toenails, and then you'd swim like a... F-
4: I think this is a very bad idea Just put some fabric over it I would also
3: like to add that I would choose fingers So I could climb stuff
4: (laughs) But you you could never Flick a bean ever again (laughs) We were just talking about being Like
2: a little more safe for work
4: (laughs) (laughs) I've (laughs) mentioned flicking A bean twice
2: now And you said the (laughs) phrase What are you fucking Edgar fucking Alan (laughs) Poe
4: Well so Burn that bridge Go fuck yourself
2: (laughs) We're yeah. tr-
4: we're trying.
1: Twenty five percent of the show is me being a dick to Professor
4: <laughs> and him using stupid fucking words that make me want to be a dick to him.
1: Yes, this is working very well. Um, I <laughs> I just think fingernails have the potential to be more useful than toenails, which is more likely to be painful. Agreed. So
2: I would I, I would just think toenails would be more manageable. Yeah, I'm doing toenails to do the whole Iron Man thing you started describing, like to be, <laughs> be Tony Stark. Tony Stark. <laughs>
4: Oh man, I quit. That was the same exact. That was that was the same exact response that Bill Gates had when he created Microsoft. That's how excited you just got about uh, the fact that you just came up with that pun. What were you saying, Um uh,
1: Fingernails. I just. I. 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 I, I, I have such a barrier between me and understanding why you think the toenails are a better idea. I'm gonna give I you, I'm going to help. I'm going to help. How often do you use your hands? Yeah, but you're also using your feet constantly, too, I might add. Yeah, and you have to walk. stand on them. Yeah, but that, you don't have to. Okay, and how are you going to do your job? I'm sitting. I
4: would just get a wheelchair. <laughs> your other job? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Be a big bag of dirt? I think I cover that pretty well. <laughs> if you're talking about... <laughs> Seriously, you could just get around. You could just lose your feet, and you'd be fine. If I lost my feet, I feel like I'm gonna lose my feet now. Anyways, <laughs> if I was to lose my feet, I would still be able to like g- do most of the things I enjoy doing. If I was to lose my hands, that
1: it's just a completely different way of life. You like sports, Mulch, don't you? Yes, I like sports. And you like playing certain sports. Playing is a harsh word. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I like playing some sports. Okay, so there's going to be complications when you don't have feet.
2: There'd I also be complications if you had super long fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's is there, be real.
3: Is there a rule preventing you from cutting off
4: your feet at the ankle? <laughs> um, you know, would that count as trimming your fingernails? Uh, you were saying something earlier about the Guinness Book of World Records. Uh, I yes. Wanna I want to talk about, about why people do that voluntarily.
2: There are two surefire ways to make something notable. One is just do it so long. Like, do it for the longest time, right. or you could do it well. <laughs> like you could either do something really notable, or you That's could just fair. do something so,
4: for a long time. So here's what I'm saying. It's like, there's two things that will get you noticed in this world. Doing something and not doing something. Like, the guy that grew his hair out for 70 years and never took a bath, he didn't do uh, anything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and now we all know him as, like, that gross guy over there. I'd like to ask, though, what is the tertiary option? So you can be notable by doing something. <laughs> or
4: <laughs> What are we doing here? Why? With the words. What are we doing? Mulch. I didn't
3: even. I don't know what that word means. There's a turkey option. As soon, option. What as, you as, soon you? as you said it, I looked at mulch. <laughs> I
4: was like. We were both like, what the who's, hell? Who's mulch. Edgar
3: fucking Poe
2: now? <laughs> wow, I thought you guys were smarter. Um, <laughs> oh, please explain that word to me. Tertiary? Yes. Third. Okay, you know the primary, oh, secondary, dude, tertiary. Wait, wait,
3: why didn't you just say third? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: Ready? Ready? Primary, secondary,
2: third. See how easy that was for all of us? All of us? You can either do something or not do something. <laughs> yeah. I'm choosing to do something. So that um, segment
3: came round full circle. Yeah, so, like the toenails, toenails,
2: <laughs> fingernails, fingernails. That's fish sticks. Topic, topics. The professor's life destresser coming right at you. Everyone remembers Horatio Kane, the calm and collected crime scene investigation supervisor from Miami-Dade. But now that Horatio is retired, he's decided to take up writing, but not what you'd expect. Not memoirs or crime novels. No, this endeavor requires a smoother demeanor. Move over, Dr. Seuss. This spring, Horatio Kane reads all the classic nursery rhymes in crisp audiobook clarity.
0: Hey, diddle diddle... The cat and the fiddle, the cow, jumped over the moon. The little boy laughed to see such fun. And the dish
6: ran away
0: with a spoon.
2: All the rhymes
0: are childish, but be assured Horatio will not be fooled again. It's
6: raining. It's pouring. The old man was snoring. He bumped his
0: head and went to bed and didn't get up in the morning. Kane for Kids, coming spring 2019. I don't know, radio is not responsible for any actions you take as a result of the life advice presented here. Call 304 566 WIDK with your problems, and the professor will solve them. It's the professor's life de stressor. Today's professor.
3: Ah! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Today's professor life de stressor is brought to you by enormous ticks. Nothing sucks more than enormous ticks.
4: <laughs> I
3: think that's, that's... stupid.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> we
4: got a
3: voicemail. Someone apparently decided to take our advice.
0: Hi, everybody. Uh, hey, this is Jordan Reed. And I just wanted to say thank you so much, each and every one of you. Uh, my relationship with my dad has always been fine. Uh, but I guess I was looking to get a little bit closer uh, to my dad. You know, we, we usually just shake hands and we've been shaking hands since I was born. But I asked if I could smell inside of his mouth, and I guess that was the key to the castle. Uh, I guess the castle being my dad, and the key would be smelling the inside of his mouth. And now we hug, and our relationship's stronger. So I guess I just needed an idea of how to, I don't know, I guess close, get closer to my dad, and your show did it. So thank you guys so much. I'm actually going to leave right now and go hug my dad. Bye.
3: I first Okay, I can't believe he didn't tell us whether or not his dad brushes his tongue. <clears throat> not that I'm not happy for him and his father. I mean, I'm really glad that it worked out for you.
1: I feel like I wasn't here for this one.
3: You
2: were not. We okay. had, we had Charlie in and um, we were discussing how it's important to brush your tongue when you brush your teeth. Which uh, I have since started doing in wow, I I've always done that. Yeah. Most people have. That's, that's <laughs> why it was a
3: big deal. And we first, said the first brush I always do with the Slim Jim,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: the flavor, right? I I always use a summer sausage first before, <laughs> before actually
2: brushing my teeth. I prime my mouth with a summer sausage. I have a mouthwash I've made out of Flamin' Cheetos dust <laughs> and Dawn dish soap. Oh. It's real great. Yikes. I guess that's not really a question that he had. But yeah, there's no real life stress. But
3: I, I think it's nice to validate your job. It, it makes me feel good about
2: what I've done here. And I think this is an opportunity we could take to talk about ways to improve your fatherly relationships that might be a little unorthodox. Yeah, that's a good point. Smelling your father's mouth is obviously a big one, which we're so talking about. Step, it's going to open step doors. Step 1. Mhm. Open smell the jaws. His, yeah, smell his mouth. Open the doors. I think another thing is that people rarely, at least in my experience with their dads, ever take them on like dates. You you and I don't, <laughs> Yeah, I don't, actually, I don't remember the last actually, time. That's pretty rare with everyone. I,
4: I phrased
3: When's that. When's last time you <laughs> dated your dad? <laughs>
4: oh. That's not what I meant. Not a dad, your dad. Yeah.
2: Here's the thing: with your dad, you like if you're gonna meet up, you're like, "Dad, let's go get a beer, or let's go to the shitty diner and eat shitty diner food." When was the last time you wined and dined your dad? Honestly, I'm
4: not. I'm not gonna lie. I. So speaking of which, I kind of went on a date with my father once how did it go it was very nice so we're not the closest of people we'll say (laughs) happy birthday and such and we'll see each other a few times a year but we're not like we don't talk on the phone daily weekly monthly any of that stuff have you smelled his mouth of course um (laughs) Step one. so <laughs> Covered. No problem. So I, I I texted him. I was like, hey, this comedian was coming to a local theater. I was like, let's go see him. And he was like, that sounds good. Dinner first? Question marks. And I was like, sure. And I like got all dressed up. He got all dressed up. We had dinner and wine together. Watched this comedian. Had a couple
1: beers after. Kissed. It was a
4: beautiful night.
2: <laughs> I just want to
4: say. My stepmom's pissed. <laughs>
1: I feel like maybe you smelled his mouth a little too closely. I smelled his mouth with my mouth's smell buds.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did not go into this segment expecting you to have a story of whining and dining your father. Oh, yes. But that's really that's what I mean. Like you need to do that's that. That's a good with, point though. You need to do, take your dad out for something nice. Have
4: you have you done that? No. Have you
3: done that? No. Um
4: <laughs> my dad
3: knew. No. No. My dad and I have hung out and it wasn't like rrr, rrr, it was nice. It was a nice but,
4: time. Most times just two alpha males trying to like one up each other. Yeah, me and
2: my dad like to go to the gym and we just lift weights in front yep. of each other and get jealous. You
4: just talk about how often you don't go to the doctor? Yeah, well my lower back hurt last week. I didn't even think about a doctor. Yeah, well, I hadn't
2: drank water in six <laughs>
4: years. <laughs> I, I haven't felt what you would call an emotion in 22 years. I'm so tough, I vape cat blood. <laughs> out of a dog.
3: <laughs>
4: I fucked a horse. <laughs> in a secret segment. <laughs> then I had to sell my house. <laughs> 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 I do taxes regularly. Anyways, that's just what most when two men hang out with each yeah. other. It's just kind of what it
2: escalates. Yeah, down. so you gotta take your dad to like a steakhouse and do something nice. Lulu, have you ever... Why to you dine your father?
1: <laughs> I mean, we've gone out to nicer places than diners. Diners have also been gone to. We've also gone fishing, so... That's I, feel like, I
3: feel like father-daughter relationship is much easier to have, like... That kind of, all right, this is just getting weird because that's not what I meant for <laughs> No, to I sound know what you like. mean. It's like if you it's take a, your mom out yeah, for a Yeah, If I took my mom out to dinner, that's really normal.
4: That's a but nice, normal
3: thing. To do, like some guy dressing up in a nice shirt and taking his dad out yeah. to a fancy restaurant like, and giving him wine. he knows what he gets <laughs> yeah. out of the
2: car. Like, yeah, this like, <laughs> is weird. But here's the thing that shouldn't be, you
3: know? No, so, it, sh- it absolutely shouldn't be. I'm just saying the, the social norms.
1: It's also specifically that because I can go out to dinner with my mother just fine too. Correct. That's a good point. It's yeah. just like
2: two like yeah, I know what you're talking about. They so, need to get over themselves. So here's my advice <laughs> wine and dine your dad, dudes. Like Wine and Dine Your Dad. Dude, listeners, Wine and Dine Your Dad. Take them out. Yeah, absolutely. Wine and Dine Your Dad, dudes.
1: If you like this podcast, check out some of the other shows on the Scavengers Network. You like making fun of really, really bad
4: ghost hunting shows?
0: There's one in particular we enjoy making fun of. It's called Ghost Adventures, and it includes things such as
4: Bad Fashion Sense.
0: Grown men yelling at nothing. Outrageously large belt buckles. Too much hair gel.
4: And unfortunately, a lot of really cringy, painful, and socially unaware stuff, too. I'm Cassie. And I'm Max. We're the hosts of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures.
0: Find Insanely Haunted for free wherever you get your podcasts. They'll do just about anything. Send it to I Don't Know Radio at gmail.com. From your haircut to an egg salad sandwich you made, Lulu will rate it. It's Lulu's viewer reviews.
1: Okay, so today's review was sent in... No, let me rephrase that. Today's item to review was sent in by someone new. Yay, Dr. Two's time. Today I'm reviewing lava lamps, and this was sent in by Lydia F.
3: Oh, I fucking love lava lamps. Lava lamps.
1: So my thoughts on lava lamps, their usefulness is mainly for finding shapes. If you can't... If there's no clouds outside, see, this is what I was talking about, and you guys laugh. Oh. Uh
3: shapes and things and get it
2: out oh. <laughs> you sound like the kind of people who would stare at a lava lamp <laughs> I <laughs> stare at all of mine I always thought that lava lamps were useful for finding yourself man
1: I think you have problems if you've lost yourself in a lava lamp I have weed <laughs> <laughs> no I'm suggesting that you might <laughs>
3: continue
2: this is ter- this is like college dorm room asmr <laughs> <laughs> welcome to asmr snhu
1: <laughs> i don't remember what i was gonna say oh i see, no i say if you've lost yourself in a lava lamp i suspect you're either warm and covered in chemicals although
4: i think it's just and like small. Wa-
3: it's just like wax isn't it no yep. it's definitely fucked up stuff oh, it's in like there.
4: plutonium or some shit <laughs> if you run out of heating oil just dump a lava lamp in Two years. Never. You will <laughs> never need heating oil again. I mean, you'll have a lot of headaches. But it's just about like... A lot of headaches. headaches. A lava oh, headaches. Oh, dang it.
2: Oh, oh, oh. That, but also... Oh, you just reminded me of something super fucking cool. Of that course. has to do with lava lamps, Lulu. You're going to like this. I think lava lamps are awesome because... And this is going to get a little nerdy real quick. I'm just
3: hating you every word that comes out a little more.
2: Vsauce, Michael here. Lava lamps, boom, boom. No, you know the fucking Vsauce thing. No, okay. So, lava lamps. Computers need to generate random numbers to make encryption for the internet because you use, you come up with a random number, right? Yeah, Yeah. and you use that as part of the encryption key. We're not going to get into how that works, but computers can't generate random numbers on their own. They can, but it's not true randomness. To achieve true randomness, you need something that is far more random. So, in the UK, somewhere, there's this building that is a cybersecurity firm. They have an entire wall that is made up of lava lamps and a bunch of cameras pointing at them, and the cameras take all of the pixels of all of those lava lamps and uses the color values of the pixels to generate random strings of numbers because the lava lamps aren't as predictable as software to generate random numbers would be. That's fucking crazy!
3: That is some crazy shit, man. How cool is that? No, that's really, that's like the coolest shit I've heard in a long time. Tom Scott on YouTube has a great video about that. That's incredible.
2: Yeah, so lava lamps are actually keeping part of the internet safe.
3: I would literally watch a documentary on that. And I'm I'm not even being a sarcastic prick right now. That's really cool. It's really No? No, I'm not.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You guys are fucking dorks.
3: (laughs) Sorry I swore so many times in that.
1: So, lava lamps are somewhat cool. Um, That might be. What do you mean, somewhat cool? Can you stop cutting me off every two words? Like, give me a moment. Can you make your pauses less dramatic? Oh, my God. You just need patience. (laughs) Patience. It's a virtue, but you wouldn't know about that. Okay. Anyway, lava lamps are okay. Their coolest moment is probably this wall that Fish Dick just talked about.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, lava lamps, cool moments.
1: You guys are impossible. You know, one day I am going to leave this room and I'm never going to come back. And I'm just going to toss lava lamps in and make hope hope they hit your heads with the pointy ends. You know, the ones with a little bottle cap on them that Uh, hurt your hands when you try to unscrew them. Yeah, I'm going to make sure that hook's on your face. Okay, so... Now that Mulch is ignoring me as well, I was going to say that lava lamps are also handy if you're having one of those moments where you're just craving so badly to go lie out in a grassy field with the grass waving by your head, and you're going to look at clouds and say, oh, that looks like a little puppy. Ooh. And look, the puppy's become a scary dragon. Ha! But sometimes this is not always <laughs> Roller coaster an option. of
3: emotions there.
1: <laughs> this is not always an option because sometimes there are no clouds, or sometimes there's too many clouds, and it's just one big cloud up there you're like, oh, this is what blindness looks like. Sometimes I don't know. Rainy.
2: Sometimes it's raining. I've never seen like a puppy in my lava lamp, so.
1: You are obviously
3: don't. I, I like that when you said too many, and it just looks like blindness. Oh, the clouds look like glaucoma today. Like, that's funny. In today's weather, cataracts. Yeah. What the fuck's glaucoma? What is? Uveitis also an eye condition. yeah, oh, yeah. Okay.
4: I think that's what it tries. They charge three dollars at Chipotle. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's glaucoma. Can I get some extra, gla, can I get some extra glaucoma with my burrito? Yeah, it's going to be three bucks though. The cool
1: people call it Glock. Glock. <laughs> Glock. That's <laughs> shit. Can oh. I get some extra Glock over here? bang, bang. Okay, so as Fishstick has pointed out, sometimes the shapes are a little hard to distinguish if you don't have enough imagination. Look,
2: a round cow. Um,
1: <laughs> your face is a round cow. Could be a balloon. You could be seeing a sheep. You could be seeing an amoeba. What's your scale? You you rush me anyway. So I. <laughs> you rush me, I kill you. <laughs> With the pointy end of a lava lamp. Alright. I'll give you glaucoma with a lava lamp. Alright.
2: <laughs> you guys make me such a horrible person. <laughs> you made me do this as Lulu's pouring a lava lamp <laughs> and you're in the in a chair like clockwork orange shit in your eyes.
1: <laughs> I'd like to say that when all else fails and you just really need to do some cloud shape searching, a lava lamp is a nice alternative on a rainy day. On a I would sunny say day. Or a very, very cold and or sunny day where okay. all the clouds just have say, run away. i so it's a rainy stay. day. If it's a rainy day, there's probably
3: clouds. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what I'm saying. Too many clouds. Those are the glaucoma clouds. <laughs> <laughs> Mulch's News Garden is coming up next.
6: <laughs> Poverty, an issue faced by many countries, the U.S. not being alone. According to the U.S. Census, 43.1 million Americans are in a state of poverty, with many being close to the edge. Did you know this is something we can fix? Vote yes on Proposition 34 and millions upon millions will be instantly lifted out of poverty. Proposition 34 reduces poverty instantly by lowering the threshold for what is considered poverty. The single mother working 50 hours to make ends meet for her two infants lifted out of poverty hundreds of people who haven't been able to find work lifted out of poverty. That homeless guy standing on a busy highway median with a sign he constructed from the wreckage of his previous home, now middle class. This is our chance to make a difference. With Proposition 34, now nobody will meet the requirements for being considered poor. This spring, vote yes on Proposition 34 to end poverty forever. He digs through the stories and
0: wipes off the dirt. The landscape of journalism could use a little mulch. It's Mulch's News Garden. All right, Mulch's News Garden is brought to you by Beast Milk.
4: Get your baby so ripped and jacked, people will say, Wow, that baby is ripped and jacked.
2: <laughs> How's that? Beast awesome. Milk. Beast, Beast milk. milk. Get your tit on. <laughs> Not from your mom. <laughs> this ain't your mom's milk. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All I can imagine is like an MMA fighter mom on peds <laughs> as a as a baby and like the baby's fucking jacked at a press conference and stuff, like, curling like a forty pound like, weight with a boob in its mouth. <laughs> they're like, "Are you on peds?" He's like, "No, why?" I was like, "Your baby's also jacked." <laughs> and the only nourishment it's gotten Is coming from your body That seems a little weird She's like, I don't know Baby's all man shit Big takes after <laughs> his mother <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sound like a bus idling
4: You sound like any older woman in Boston <laughs> Clean my diaper Larry
2: What? <laughs> La- Larry Pest 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 Back. <laughs> you lost it. You can do it. You can do it. You got it. Pass me the basket of moist towelettes. <laughs> I got a real bad dingleberry. I oh, rub a rubber band. I need to wrap it around and rub a bandit <laughs> so that it may dissolve. That's what it took you so long to
4: get out. You had to fight for that. That was bottom tier. That was a bottom <laughs> tier joke from you.
1: I don't even know how we got there. <sighs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Larry.
4: Nothing led
3: up to that. You were just like,
4: Larry. Larry, Larry let me tell a joke that makes no fucking sense. Hey. And it's
2: gross. I got a poop joke. <laughs> Hi, this is Fishstick interrupting your broadcast because Mulch's News Garden was about the Jesse Smollett case, which, if you followed it, uh, at first it seemed that Jussie Smollett was the victim of a horrifying and despicable hate crime. But then, evidence came out suggesting that Jesse Smollett had staged the whole thing, which is horrifying in a different way, because you just, you just don't do that, that's really bad, and devalues people who have actually been victims of this sort of thing. And that was what we had to go on when we started this segment, but now that I've done some more research and digging, um, it's not conclusive that he staged it, and it could very well have happened to him. So, to err on the side of safety and respect, I've decided to pull the segment from this week, because even though we're crass and gross and make, you know, penis jokes and all of that, we at I Don't Know Radio really at our core believe in inclusivity and respect and love and treating people properly and not being hateful, ignorant, homophobic, racist, bigots. I feel like that's a very low bar to hit, like, for anybody. Like, just don't, just don't be a piece of shit. But because all of the facts aren't out there and I don't want to poke fun at a situation in which someone was potentially the victim of a very serious hate crime, I'm cutting this segment... Um, if it does come out that he staged it, maybe I'll come back and edit this and put back in all the comedy that we did about how bad it is to fake something like this. But for the meantime, just, just love each other. Like be cool, chill, but, <laughs> and also don't lie. Uh, so this is going to be a bit of a nonsensical edit, but we're going to drop right back into the broadcast just before the end. Maybe he could set up a Patreon. Good segue, go on. By the way, if you go to patreon.com slash the scavengers network, you can donate any amount you want. A dollar a month, that's cool. Two dollars a month, hey, you get a bunch of bonus content. You donate more than that, dope sauce. There's a Google form when you fill it out. You can choose which shows you listen to. Choose us. And also listen to some of the other great shows. I've been hooked on Myth Takes and Spooky Spouses lately.
3: Yes. Which
2: is really neat.
0: Both of those are amazing. That's the show. Baba Baba Ganoush. Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. Congratulations. That's some time of your life that you're never going to get back. And you spent it listening to this garbage. If for some reason you actually enjoy this dumpster fire, subscribe on iTunes and share it with all your friends. IDKradio.com The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven.
6: Community-focused.
2: Treasured content.